Be not wise. Be not unwise. Ephesians 5.15. But be wise. Redeeming the time. Walk ye therefore circumspectly. Ephesians 5 verse 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. But that which is good to the use of edifying that may minister grace to those that hear thee. Neither filthiness nor foolish talking which are not convenient. But rather. Ephesians 5.354. Giving of thanks. Christ could not be caught. Entrapped. By their snare. So, verse 16 of Matthew 22. And they sent out unto him their disciples with the Herodians, saying, Master, we know that thou art true, and teacher the will of God in truth. Neither carest thou for any man, for thou regardest not the person of man. Tell us therefore, what thinkest thou? Is it lawful to give tribute unto Caesar or not? Just like somebody says, uh, Pastor, should I pay my tax or not? Somebody says, should I go to work or go to school? Someone says, sir, should I obey government or attend church? Should I obey my husband or come to church? Someone says, my father has said not to pray in the house anymore. Should I stop praying or should I listen to the words of my father? Times were just there, confused, muddled up, moribund, in complicated psychological altercations, not knowing what to answer, how to answer. What do I do? Should I obey God or man? They knew it was legal by the constitution of their republic and the land where they dwelt to give tribute unto Caesar. They knew there was chief, punitive penalties. Waiting for any person who disobeys the law in their own time. But the second Lord Jesus, since he was a God advocate, they called the third Jesus, coined him as a God advocate. Okay! Should we give tribute to Caesar or not? Because there ought to be tribute. For the synagogues or the temple of God by the laws of the Old Testament. They were saying, Should we give tribute by the laws of Moses as Jews? Or should we give tribute to Caesar under the Roman government that had dominion at Jerusalem in that time? Just like somebody says, Should I give in the church? Or should I pay my tax? Should I give offerings? Or should I give towards charity? Should I give towards anti-AIDS campaign? Or should I give towards the church boss? They already were giving tributes according to the customs of Moses and religious rites of the time. But then also they were meant to give tribute to Caesar who was the governor at that time who was in control. Jesus said please don't ask questions go your way this is controversial very very controversial very very controversial very very contro a man saw me yesterday with a book once saved saved forever or once saved forever saved the man said oh boy this topic is highly highly controversial i said let's not talk about the controversy does your God through Christ save forever or not? He looked at me in a very pensive way. Does your God save forever or not? He looked again. I said a third time. Can your God whom you claim to serve save forever or not? The man said, wow. I got it now. God can save forever. I believe it from now. Oh, it's about God saving? I said, yes. Yes. It's always been about God. The issue of being eternally secured has never been being eternally secured in your own arms of salvation. It's always been about God. When you fight it, you are fighting God. When you argue against the fact that God says forever, you are arguing against God. 
Will you kick against the pricks forever? Hebrews 7 and verse 25, wherefore he is able to save to the uttermost that come to God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. This is about God. Jesus said to them, uh, you see, you guys, let's not cause trouble. Stay with what you believe. As No. There is an answer. And I, bold, I make bold to answer you this day. There is an answer. And I'll give you. God or my books. Prayer or gisting. Charlatan, loquacious, verbose, corrupt, licentious speech or prayer. Prayer first and last. Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, why tempt ye me? You are hypocritical. You only be pretentious. You are pretentious. You know what you are doing. You know what to do. You are liars. Show me the tribute money. And they brought it unto him. They brought unto him a penny. And he said unto them, Whose is this image and signature? Superscription. Who has signed this mint? They say unto him, Caesar's. Then so simply he said, Render therefore to Caesar the things which are Caesar's, and unto God the things that are God's. God's place is God's place. Don't compromise the place of God in your mind. Don't compromise the place of God in your mind. Daily schedule, daily routine. Don't compromise the place of prayer. Don't compromise the place of what study. Don't compromise the place of praying in the spirit. Don't compromise the place. God first. Never argue. Let God be first in all things. God first. Let nobody play or dance around your emotions and take the place of God in your mind. Let God be in your meditation and in your thoughts through and through by the day. Let God have a resounding impact in your mind. God first. Nobody do me like Jesus. Nobody makes me feel what I feel on the inside of me like Christ. God first. Passion for the kingdom. Addiction to Christ. God first and last. God first. No compromise. No selling out. God first. Say God first. Say God first. Say God first. And God last. He calls himself the beginning and the end in the Alpha and the Omega. He said, I'm first. And then I am last. Hallelujah. Something I want to share with you quickly is about you, about me. It says concerning us, man that is born of a woman, Job 14 and verse 1, age of few days and full of trouble. Man that is born of a woman. Look at yourself. I don't know if you have been born of angels. It looks to me as if you've been born after flesh and blood by a lineage. This is why the new lineage after Christ is described as that which has not been born after the will of blood of flesh or man. John 1.13 If you're a Christian, you've been rebirthed. John 3.3 3, John 3.7 after the order and the power of his recreative eternal life. You are a child of God. Outside of Christianity, you are an ordinary man. I'm looking through the Bible. The clearest revelation about this earth is the Bible. The clearest revelation about man is found in the Bible. The clearest revelation about your power and your potency, the clearest revelation about whom you are is seen from the word of God. Man that is born of a woman is of few days and full of trouble. 
Psalm 103 and verse 14. For he knoweth our frame. He remembereth that we are dust. What are you? My brother, my sister. Outside of Christ. Outside of the group of salvation. Outside of the possession of eternal life. What are you? You are ordinary dust. I'm very sad today. I think about the body of Christ and how we have played low on the integrity of Christianity. The power of Christ within us. How we are playing low on whom Christ made us and we are exalting whom we are. On the grounds of packaging and repackaging. On the grounds of looking like it. Contemporary state of the art, digital, scientific, modern repackaging. Looking good, talking good, sounding good, presenting a good facade. Not to be mistaken as a mediocre, looking right, high up there. People see you and they say, oh, you are too much. Most times we present than we are. Most times we give a false impression about ourselves because we've been taught the lie that you are whom you look. You are whom you look. If there's a stage or a stage, a facet or a face of self-deceit, it's now in our contemporary lives and society. We are always looking more than we really are. We always talk big. We bloat, we gloat, we glory, we shout. We tell lies about whom we are. People today don't tell their real age. They would rather, rather, rather tell you about their age that is most comfortable and most suiting for the situation. People won't tell their color. You can't even see what they look like. They're just concealed under a heavy foundation of makeup. They're concealed under a heavy shirt. They're concealed with a cap. They're concealed with something. People are just superficially attractive. Pretense is an order. Pretense has become the order. Just give people... The identity you want them to have of you. Names have changed to acronyms. Names have changed to acronyms. People don't tell their names straightforward. Short forms. Nicknames. Pet names. Titles. Are more important and to be celebrated today. Than names who were named by parents. Or from birth. People have names depending on what they do. Singers have their names changed. Pastors have their names changed. Celebrities have their names changed. It's so difficult to even know who is who. You see someone and you say, what's your name? His name is JC. You say, what's JC? You say, I'm Maki. What is Maki? You say, I'm Wendy. What is Wendy? You say, I'm Flaky. What is Flaky? You're wondering. He, God, Psalm 103 and verse 14, knoweth our frame. What is your frame? Have you thought about yourself before? That beneath the glory and the glitterancy of your person is dust. If you don't know what dust is, you can stretch your hand, find some exposed place. Or at the end of this service, when you get out, find dust. Don't ask questions. It's just who you are. You are just this dust on the earth. One day, your body will go back to dust as it was from the beginning. 
I said you are dust. You are just dust. Ordinary ass. So light. You can be blown off. By the wind. Blown away. Psalm 103 verse 15. As for man, his days are as grass. As the flower of the field, so he flourisheth. For the wind passeth over it, and it is gone. And the place thereof shall know it no more. Something I find in the Bible. First Peter. I don't know. I think we are so deceived today that we are thinking of our importance. Many of us are celebrating. We are considering whom we are. I know you've checked yourself over and over again before the mirror. I know. I know today is no exception. You took time to dress well. I know today is not different than some other days. You've actually taken so much time to embellish your body. To adorn yourself. The best of clothing. I hear that wearing best of clothing is more important to 99% of human beings than eating good food. I hear that some women can spend their last on a makeup. They rather have a flat stomach. In fact, having or possessing a flat stomach as a product of suffering, as a product of suffering, hunger, Hunger strike or fasting is to be preferred to add to the ornament of a beautiful look than being well nourished. People spend money, a lot of it, on body cream, on makeups. People stretch beyond the beauty of cheap makeups to very ridiculous things like maxillofacial surgeries. Severing or cutting off of stomach flesh, protrusion of boobs, extension of the gluteus muscles, ETC, just to make the body look like they want it to look. You're not even sure who is who. You're not even sure who you have married till you have married the money. Don't marry at night. You're not even sure who is who. Folks, you catch some folks at 5 a.m. and they're wondering, is this you? Is this your, your mother? Is this your, your elder sister? Are you really as young as you said you are? Are you really, are, are you really less than 50? She was married yesterday at 22. And today she's 50 years old in the morning. So are you really 50? Are you, are you 20? Are you, are, you, are you sure you are le- swear with the Bible you are less than 50? A man told me sincerely, I never visited my wife in the morning. I never did. And I never visited her. There was a man who told me. A man said he traveled to Abuja to see his, his fiance. And he said, Where are you? He said, Ah, where are you too? She said, I'm close to you. I said, Don't come. I'm not at home. Don't come. And later, while there was a scuffle about it, the lady said, I was not well dressed. So this man who had married said, Pastor, never saw in the morning. We had courtship for one year and it's good to have good short courtship. Don't stay long in courtship. Six months, one year, get married quickly. Don't get involved till you want to get married. And six months, one year, get married. Don't start courtship at 100 level. After seven years, change hands. Don't start courtship one day on camp. After one year, change hands. Get set to marry. So anybody I find you, we say, I want to marry him, I want to marry her. Six months you are married. It's easier. You say, sir, the Lord give me understanding. You can see me at the end of the service. So I can give you the understanding on time. This man said, I never saw in the morning. He said, pastor, I was shocked. I was very shocked. 
Honeymoon night, we were in the hotel. We prayed. We prayed. And like Pastor Dr. Tosin at UK said, we also played. He said, What's the meaning of that one? You can ask older men, you can ask Oliver. So he said, In the morning, I discovered that there was a pillow that separated I and her in the morning. Now, I'm not saying that this happened to Dr. Tosin. I said, ask him about what it means to pray and to play. Because he said that in this church. He said, I just woke up. I was excited. I had been dreaming about the wedding. I had been thinking about it. I woke up and I, I stole a look through a little opening close to the pillow. And the person I saw was shocking to me. Number one, she was not as light as she was always painted to be. Number two, she was not as beautiful as she said she was. Number three, she had slept so much and snot. Saliva was everywhere. Saliva was on this side like whiskers of a tiger. On this side like whiskers of a cat. Her hairdo was gone. The special week had disappeared. Her hair had receded to the mid of her crown. She was looking bald. I stole a look. I knew I was dreaming bad. So I closed my eyes. I slept again for two seconds. I opened my eyes. Then I moved the pillow. I said, ah, is this you? She had been well decorated with fanciful powder. Beautifully embellished with a wig. The receipt was not too obvious. Her hair had receded to the mid of her crown. But it was not too obvious now. But everything became bare. What does the Bible say? What does the Bible teach us? Let's learn something. You are just dust. This is whom you are. I know that there is so much attached to self-confidence or rather glory under the guise of self-confidence. Many of you seem to have a self-confident attitude but it's just a pride. You square your shoulders and look whom you are not. I know many of us can't tell whom we are. We don't wish to divulge information. How many people in this church know your house? Simple question. How many people in this church know how old you are? How many folks in this church know what your grade is at school? How many folks know where you walk? How many people know what you are worth? How many know that the car you ride is not your own? Is it not common to have somebody's car you ride everywhere? Posing with a car key. Posing with a car key. I know a brother in this church, he used to be a keyboardist for long, and he would take people's car, always. I said, Emoji, why do you enjoy driving people's car? He said, I just like it. It just makes me feel confident. He's just confident with somebody's car key. Driving top speed, feeling cool. Taking over all the damsels in droves. So they would think he's got a car. Look at this one. First Peter 1 and verse 24. For all flesh is good. You are great. You are great. Package well. Look nice. Dress well. Buy good clothing. Present. Represent. What's your name? You never tell your name. Where do you walk? You never tell where you walk. What are you worth? You never tell what, what you are worth. How old are you ever young? You're ever looking young. You hate to be told that you're mama or papa. You hate to be told. Whatever it costs you will damage your health to be told you are young. 
Some of you can damage yourself. You can have a skin bone, a sun bone, a blight of your skin. You can even damage your, your melanin so that you can look like you are too much. How old are you? So it depends on where the question is being asked. Where do you come from? How much are you worth? See you. For all flesh is as grass. And all the glory of man as the flower of the grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. I love this one. Are you sure that you are still in church today? Are you really sure? Man at his very best. 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 Man. Man in his glory. Man in his glamour. Man in his, in his best of might and strength is like dust. At the very best, the beauty of man is as grass. Fleeting. Inconsistent. Job 15 and verse 1 and verse 14 and verse 14. What is man that he should be clean? And he which is born of a woman that he should be righteous. Behold, he putteth no trust in his saint. He. The heavens are not clean in his sight. How much more abominable and filthy is man which drinketh iniquity like water. Abominable and filthy. Abominable and filthy. Abominable and filthy. Job 5 and verse 6. Although affliction cometh not forth of the doors, neither do trouble spring out of the ground, yet man is born unto trouble as the spark go upward. I will seek unto God, and unto God will I commit my cause. God first. I'm looking through the Bible, my brother and my sister, and I discover that the life of man is vain outside God. You are vain outside God. I'm not sure there is much to you. I'm not sure. I think man is too temporal. Man is too temporal for the way we are glorifying him. We're not, we're not, we're not intellectual about who man is. All flesh is as grass and the glory of man as the flower of the grass. I don't know if you've been at a graveside before. I'm not sure if you've been at the burial ground. I don't know if you've seen a strong man buried. I don't know if you have ever seen great investments ruined. Ecclesiastes chapter 5. Verse 10. He that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver, nor he that loveth abundance with increase. This also is vanity. When goods increase, they are increased that eat them. And what good is there to the owners there of sin, the beholding of them with their eyes? The very best of wealth is that you see it and it goes. The very best of wealth is that you have seen it. There's something we don't understand, my brother, my sister, about wealth. When wealth comes, spending it comes. Something that comes alongside wealth is spending. It is very difficult to be rich and not spend. No matter how stingy you are, you must spend the money that comes your way. I know many of us are tight-fisted and we are stingy. But no matter how stingy you are, when money comes, those that will spend it will come with it. 
friends, sycophants, bootleggers, hypocrites, pretenders, enemies who come, who are inwardly ravening wolves, but come with the outward skin of goats and lambs, attend money increase. When you turn from being rich, when you, when you come up to be rich from being poor, sacrifice and pretenders will join you. If you are rich today, my brother, my sister, 90% of your friends are pretenders. The wealth brought them. Maybe you should think twice that the friends to be trusted are more of those who had been there before wealth came. Those who came because of wealth cannot be trusted. The sleep of a laboring man, Ecclesiastes 5.12, is sweet, whether I eat little or much, but the abundance of the rich will not allow him to sleep. The abundance of the rich will not let him sleep. Master Tin, there is a sure evil which I have seen under the sun, namely, riches kept from the owners thereof to their heart. Verse 14, Ecclesiastes 5, but those riches perish by evil travail, and he begetted a son, and there is nothing in his hand. As he came forth of his mother's womb, naked shall he return to go as he came, and shall take nothing of his labor, which he may carry away in his hand. There is nothing you can carry to grave. I'm looking through the Bible. But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world. It is certain. First Timothy, first Timothy 6 and verse 6. You can carry nothing out. Therefore, having food and raiment, let us therewith be content. You came to the world naked. You cannot go but naked. There is nothing in man than misery. Outside of Christ, there is nothing in man. Without Christ, is meaningless. Job 14 and verse 1, I've quoted this today. Man that is born of a woman his word is of few days and his word and is full of trouble. He cometh forth like a flower and is cut down. He fleeth also as a shadow and continueth not. You are just like a shadow, like weed. I'm looking through the Bible, my brother, my, uh, and I discover that it's Jesus that gives life a meaning. There is nothing in you than dust. There is no potentiality or power. There is no strength. There is no beauty or glamour. There is no glory. There is no capacity within you outside Jesus. I'm looking through the Bible. There is nothing left to you. You are just grass. You are dust. You are temporal. You are fleeting. You are transient. You are today and by a few minutes you are gone. Some years ago when I visited the psychiatric hospital at Arrow, outskirts of Abelkuta, I met a man who had issues with his semicircular canals that affected his balance. There was a fellowship there at the Arrow Neuro Psychiatric Center at Belkuta. I met this man. He could not sit straight. I also met a child that was this sometime at the program. The child could not sit straight. There was something wrong with the, with the hemisphere of balance within the, the, the cochlea, the endolymph inside the, ear, inside the ears. That could not be balanced. 
He fell like vegetables. I was told to come and pray for a man that was that that had an issue with damage to 45% of his brain. He was just a vegetable. He just laid chief. All he could do was to move his eye. Touch his eye once in a while. I was told to come and pray for a woman who had a ruptured, a ruptured appendix. One had an, ex, an, an exploded um, pregnancy on the fallopian tube. It just exploded. An ectopic gestation. All these I mentioned remind me of how vegetable you are sometimes. Strong people with the vim and the vitality. They just become like vegetables. They just collapse. Just like that. Just laid. Just, just laid like that. I always think of the, the people's, people's work style. Work styles come to my mind when I see elements make a vegetable of human beings. Work styles. Work styles. I laid my hands on the man at the launch ago some years ago. The man was, a, was, was an elder in his church. He was going to be made a pastor. And then before he was going to be made a pastor, he was told to marry. So, he was going to be, be made the pastor of the next branch of the church at Allah Shogo. He was told to marry. He was impotent. He married. And he was scared of honeymoon. He said, no honeymoon, honeymoon prayer and fasting. The wife said, ah, what kind of prayer and fasting is honeymoon? So he said, okay, the first two weeks, prayer and fasting. Ah, what, what kind of honeymoon is this? After the prayer and fasting, Okay, they moved into their house. The man said he was going to have a secluded room of prayer. Huh? So the sister kept talking. We got married for a reason. She said, yes, the glory of God. I know it's the glory of God. But uh, the room, the man said, what room? Pray and fast. One day he laid hold on him. He laid hold on him and, and pummeled him and, and, and took his strength from him until the man confessed. Listen, listen, and listen carefully. There's no power for this thing. No. God is not moving in this area. So, she began to persecute him. She persecuted him, so I didn't know women are so wicked. Women are very, very wicked. If you want to know how wicked sister can be, be important, Oliver, be important. Women are very wicked. The man came to my office, he was crying. He knelt down, he began to cry. A full-fledged elder. That was told to marry so made a pastor. His wife had persecuted him. She would slander and mock. Pull his trousers and shake him. Say, You look at you, look at you, look at you. Look at you. After a while, she will not come. She will not come in early. She will come in at 12 midnight. Where are you coming from? So you are important, you know. What does that mean? He began to cry. The man knelt by my side. I was going to lay hands on his head. The man, he collapsed. I had not laid hands on him. He wasn't the power of God. He was, he was so overwhelmed with the pains that had been instilled into his psychological person by his wife's mockery of his importance. He collapsed crying. An old man. Circumstance had made a vegetable of him. There was a man, the man's in Abuja, he read a Greek. At 21 years, he was, when he was 21 years, he got healed on campus. I was preaching the word of God. And I gave this word about his importance. People did not believe. Just like I'm saying here now, there's, I said, for example, I said there's somebody, his name is Chisobam, he's important. I just, for example. You know, you'll be like, but Chisobam brings a girl to this church who's always feeling cool and happy and feeling cool. If he were important, she would not be feeling that way. You say, what do I mean? You can ask him at the end of the service. So I came to what I said. There's somebody here. There's a brother. We're very few like it is here. Yeah. I said, there's a brother here. So and so and so and so. You are so and so and so and so age. You are important. The moderators looked panicky. 
Which of us? Which of us is important? I was preaching the power of God fell upon him. The man got healed. Today he's got three, four. He's got three, four kids. Three, four. It was when he was on four. I said, "Emoji, stop. Four. It's okay." He was going to go to twenty. I know a man whose wife was not producing for him for many years. I said, "Start now." Start now. One, two, three. After six, six is enough. Is enough. When I see situations make a vegetable of man, I say, oh, what is man? Now, what are you? Outside of Christ, you are nobody. You are just dust. Concerning situations, you are dust. Concerning circumstances, you are grass. Concerning your wealth, you are grass that withereth and the flower falleth there for a way. Your life is transient if you do not know. Oh God. May I pray for you? You will get back home today. You better say amen. There are people who are in church today who may never get back home. This is how transient man's life is. You see him in the morning. By noon, he's dead. Eaten by a snake. I know that in my home country, in my compound, there is the idol worship of a snake. A big snake. The snake lived close to where people fetch water. And for many years before I was born, I've read this, I've heard this in stories. Humans were sacrificed to this snake. Somebody just gets missing. Somebody gets missing. Somebody gets missing. The snake swallows somebody and moves away. The just person that comes out to swallow more at another season. If I say to you today, may you get back home safe and sound, you had better say amen. Because it's possible you don't get back home. That's not the way it runs. Crushed, crushed by a tractor. Crushed by a trailer. Crushed by a caterpillar. And we bury your bones. I gave you a story in this church, of a particular church. They were having service and singing a song. A man came to the altar. Snatched the microphone and began to cry. Ah, ah, ah. I see coughing. I see coughing. I see coughing. I see coughing. The moderator came and snatched the mic off his hands and said, We cannot see coffee, we can see, we can see crowns. Crowns we see, we see not coffee. The man came forth the next Sunday, just service like this. They were singing a song. He smacked the microphone again and began to prophesy, I see coffee, I see coffee. So they took the mic and warned him, We don't see coffees in this church, we see crowns. One week after this, before the next Sunday, some member of the church traveled with two kids and they were burnt into ashes. They could not be buried by their members, they were buried by the ashes. So this ash looks like the man because he's older. This is younger. It's, it's, it's less dark. This one is the gray ash for the youngest person. So they packed the ashes and they buried the ashes in coffins. Mass burial. What is man that thou art mindful of him? What is man that thou art mindful of him? What is man that thou art mindful of him? Psalm 62 and verse 9. Surely men of low degree are vanity. Oh, you get this? Made servants, men, servants, servants, poor people, they are vanity. Yes, now. Those who are poor or impoverished are vanity. But here also, and men of high degree are a lie. The best of man is a lie. There is nothing in man. Your glory is like the flower of the grass that is transient. Your achievements, your accolades, your money, your looks, your build, your beauty, your glamour, your glitz, your gait, your work, your potencies, all your possessions, your speech, your looks, mesmerizingly attractive, beautiful, sexy, nubile, great, oratorica, Handsome, dude, beautiful, good. Take home to mama. Take home to mama. Take home to mama. 
The glory of man at his very best is a lie. They are all together to be laid in a balance. They are lighter than nothing. In the balance before God, you weigh nothing. God is saying that man weighs nothing. The best achievements are nothing. I know what it feels when you have attained the height of medical studies and you have become the professor emeritus of Orino, rhinoceros, thoracic, cardiovascular, anatomical, surgical, surgical encalopathy. I know what it means when you are wearing red. I know what it means to be beautiful and attractive. Be celebrated. I know what it means to be famous. It's good when you are famous. If we brought in Lamide here to say a word to us, a word from God, Lamide, or nice to share from the Holy Scriptures from the book of Psalms, I will bring Bob Mali to come and sing while Sister Anne, the barista, dances because she likes Bob Mali so much. I mean, I know what it means, but all these things are nothing. The best of man, he wastes nothing. God is saying, Look, assess yourself. And consider yourself to be nobody. Repackage. Remend. Remold. Reorder. Rearrange. Refabricate. Reinvent. Create a new. You are nothing. Walk like a cockroach. You walk. You are nothing. Walk like a raster. You walk. You are nothing. Walk like a crook. You walk. You walk gentle. You are nothing. You walk harsh. You are still nothing. If you are rich, you are nothing. If you are poor, you are nothing. There is nothing about you. There is nothing in man. This is why his ways are not the ways of men. Ways of the world is that there is so much to man. The ways of God is that there is nothing in man. Your height is nothing. Your stature is nothing. There is nothing in man. He said, look not at his, the height of his stature. Look not at his countenance. For God looks not on the outward. Men look on the outward. But God looks on the inside. Jesus said, judge righteous judgment. John 7 and verse 24. 1 Samuel 15 and verse 16 and verse 8. Judge not outward. Judge righteous judgment. For outward appearance, men look at. But God looks at the heart. There's something about the heart that is more than the outward. We judge the outward. God, God is saying the heart first. Which you cannot see. How do we rate men? We rate men on the physical. God says the physical is nothing. I'm looking through the Bible. First thing about man is rebirth. There's something before you count there's a rebirth. Before you count in God's sight there's a rebirth that must take place. Brother, play something gently. Play something on the piano keyboard. Rebirth, rebirth, rebirth must take place first. Otherwise, you are nobody. It does not mean what about it. Chesma will come and go. Seasons come and go. Men come and go. First, there's a rebirth. Let's look at John. Describe this to us. John chapter number 1 and verse 12. But as many as received him, to them he gave the power to become the sons of God. Rebirth after God. The step of importance, the step of prominence, the step of becoming somebody is taken by rebirth. How will you come out of vanities? Ordinary grass you are. You are voided. You are just a nobody. How will you come out of it? First a rebirth. She must be born a second time like you were born first. 
your first birth was after the corruptible seed of man the second birth must be after God's incorruptible seed don't make the mistake of the earthly brotherhood mentality we are all the sons of God we all belong to God don't make that mistake my brother my sister Galatians 3 and verse 26 we all are the children of God it doesn't stop there it says by faith in Christ Jesus it takes faith in Christ's resurrection in Christ's death in Christ's gift of eternal life by God's will to become a child of God you are not a child of God for being born into this world you are just a child of a man when you are born to this world and you have peculiarities alluding to your parents but when you are born of God you are born again you become a child of God we are all not children of God because we are entities born to this earth we are children of God by faith in Christ Jesus he has to be by faith in Christ Jesus no matter whom you are called you may be called Adam or the son of Adam you may be called Moses or Abdullah you may be called Musa you may be called Jesus Justus except you are born after the nature of the Spirit of God except you are born again you are not a son of God Irribus you must be the best she must stop owing to the lineage of man. She must be the best. She must walk in the consciousness and born anew. If you want to retain the consciousness of being born to your parents, or being born a beautiful girl, or being born a tall man, or a handsome person, you want to retain the consciousness of being born rounded, or being born squashed or over-shaped head. You want to retain the consciousness of being born with a long hair. My brother, my sister, you have missed it. He has to be after the nature of God and born again. John chapter number one, verse 13, which were born, not of blood, not of the will of the flesh, not of the will of man, but of God. Any best. Any sensible thing that must come out of your life must come out of being rebirth. Your first birth is useless. Your first birth is useless. Your first birth after your parental lineage takes you nowhere. It puts you under depravity. It puts you under sin. It puts you under death and takes you to hell. Except you might be born again except you are born again except you are born again number two after this rebirth is a Christ consciousness a Christ consciousness most times we are conscious of self most times I with my swagger I discovered that many of us like photographs 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 you know why it tells us whom we are And many of us are so obsessed about our looks and our potentialities that when photographs don't look like us, don't we hate it. Sometimes a man comes and says, make a knock, make a knock the photo, then you pose and you smile. And the man knocks it, bam. She says, ah, I don't like it, it's not me. Then who is it? Who is the person? If it's not you, who is the person? There are some photos on your phone you will never send out. You know why? They don't portray the qualities you have. They don't, they don't. I, I, I was thinking of something. I was thinking that most times when they tell me 
pose for a photo. I just stand the way I look. I just stand like that. So I said, no, smile. I said, why should I smile? Why must I smile? Just, just not come like that. Why must I smile? Ah, ah, you must, you must smile so that, so that you can see. No, no, Nakam. Nakam, with eyes shut. We are so self-conscious. My brother, as a Christian, who is reborn after the nature of God, so you must allow the potentiality of the inner man. You are not at cutting edge life of miracles. You are not presenting your best self for life till you present the inner man, the inward man, the powerful man, the Christ on the inside. The outward man is not the man we must see. We must see the inner man. We must see the new nature. We must see the man born after God. We must see the Christian power. We must see the Christian influence. We must see Jesus radiating his glory on the side of you. We must see the man born after eternal life. We have seen the man born after blood and flesh and the will of man enough. It is time I want us to see out of your life the charter and the faculty of the new life. The man born after God. Nothing good about me. I'm born again. I must let you see, let you see God. Paul said this without missing words. Oh, can you do this? If you can do this, you'll achieve more in life in a short time. Can you do this? If you can do this, live longer can you do this you will have success faster and cheaper can you do this thing you will walk at the brink you will walk diving into an avalanche of the miraculous all the time can you do this if you do this you'll be a strange person you'll be somebody people see and something miraculous happens about you can you do it what Paul did Paul lived his life by the faith of the Son of God. He allowed Christianity dictate his life. So that instead of always seeing him, you were going to see Christ. You know what he said? Galatians 2 and verse 21 and verse 20. 2, 20. Galatians 2, 20. I... Am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Not I. There's nothing about me but the Jesus factor. There's nothing about my beauty but the new creation. There's nothing about my strength but the power of the Holy Ghost. Nothing about my oratory but the power of the Spirit. Nothing about my looks my height, my stature, my contact by the power of God. I advance, I propel in the power of the Holy Ghost. It is no longer I that liveth. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. I don't live this life of myself in the flesh but by my power. I live by the faith of the Son of God who died and gave himself for me. I do not forsake the grace of God for if righteousness cometh by the Lord and Christ died in vain. It is no longer I that liveth. I'm living by faith. I'm allowing the dictate of the word determine what I do, what I say, where I go, how I act. My courage is not based on the physical. My courage is based on the, on the inside. I never pose like I have something on the physical. I never pose. I only pose spiritually. I can never be caught acting stupendously strong physically because no, I'm many more times stronger on the inside than I am on the outside. Many more times stronger on the inside. This, this hair is not hair. The strength is hair. It is not hair. The strength is hair, not hair. The strength is within is within the capacity of the spirit not the physical there is nothing about man but God not I but God 
not me but God not me but God not me but God with your repackaging pray you are trying to look good to be acceptable at prayer you are trying to look presentable remember the power of God remember the power of God remember God it's only through Christ through Christ through Christ Christ liveth in me Christ in me Christ in me Christ in me Christ in me stand to your feet Christ in me Christ in me Christ in me Christ in me Christ in me